everyone. How's it going? Welcome back to the Infatuation Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I think you're going to have fun listening today. Today we are breaking one of the oldest rules in the book. You know the rule that says what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Well, we are going to bring Vegas to everyone. (laughs) Today we are talking to Alan. Alan is a former student of mine, as a lot of our guests are, but he is now a dealer in Las Vegas at the Aria. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, gambling and poker today. So, hey, Alan, how's it going? Good to see you, man. Yeah, good. Thanks for having me, man. It's been been a while since uh, we've we've talked and it's uh, good to hear your voice. Yeah, no, I mean, literally, the last time I saw you, you weren't even old enough to go to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how long it's been, boy. Time sure flies. Time does fly. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, let's talk about your origin a little bit. You uh, born and raised in San Francisco? Yep, born and raised in San Francisco. Uh, now I've been here for 12 years. So oh, 12. Yeah, 2010 when I moved out. Vegas. Did you have any idea that you were going to go into this uh, out of high school or were you just like, maybe I'll be an accountant or maybe I'll do something? What was your plan? Yeah, not even even close to thinking about anything about Vegas. Um, No, yeah, it just kind of, you know, when I was in San Francisco, which I'll I'll probably share later about kind of how it all came about. But yeah, I mean, high school wise, I Never thought about ever being here in Vegas, become a poker dealer or poker player. Yeah, I was more like, oh, I'm going to get into medicine, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. So So what was it? What what turned the switch for you? Did you always like kind of games and stuff like that? Was that something you've always liked? Uh, Actually, no. I'm like, it's weird how I kind of got introduced to it. It really all came about uh, through volleyball, actually. So, (laughs) yeah, it's. So I, I started learning how to coach right after high school. Right. And then, you know, meeting a bunch of these guys, uh, they're like, hey, had a home game. And they're like, hey, let's play poker. And I was kind of like, what's that? You know, just and, to kill time. Yeah. Well, I just kind of kind of hung out together and, you know, talk about volleyball and coaching. And but then at the same time, we just, you know, was uh, uh, just hanging out and just playing some games. And so poker was one of them. And I didn't know I didn't know nothing about poker. So mm. I mean, I remember I think one hand I played, I had uh, like uh, I had Jack Queen King Ace Deuce, and I thought I was a straight. And <laughs> when I turned it over, I go, I got a straight. And then my friends were like laughing, no laughing, like, oh, that's straight. Sorry, I'm like what? What are you talking about? And, and and that's when you knew you're gonna make a career out of this. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like yo, maybe we become a professional or something. But but yeah, I, I didn't know how to shuffle chips. I yeah, I didn't know what cards were what, and so yeah, so I got introduced that way. And then uh, so I kind of learned. I mean, I you know I read some books, kind of sorta. Uh, but the big thing was really playing online poker. Mm. And, that was even an interesting way of learning because my friend was playing online. He goes, "Hey, hold on. Hey, look at the hold on to this really quick. The laptop. He had to go use the restroom." <laughs> and I remember holding the laptop. I'm like, "Huh, this is kind of cool." And I remember handling. He had like a like amount of money on underneath his like character. Uh-huh. I remember. Uh, was, I don't know why I did. I remember like I really put all his money in. <laughs> I'm not thinking it was real money. 
Uh-huh. Like, fake money. And I, and it was like hundreds of dollars too, by the way. It wasn't like small. So, and I put it on, he goes, and he comes by, he goes, well, I had to buy all my money. I'm like, oh, I just put it all in. He goes, what? He goes, so, so, I was like, you know, money? And uh, he's like, yeah. I'm like, oh no, I'm so sorry. So, uh, so that's kind of how I introduced to like online poker, which I kind of played a lot more of and, uh, and got better at, but, uh, it started blowing up, right? Was, was that kind of the early days, like mid two thousands, or? Yeah, uh, I started picking up online poker probably like two thousand six, I think, from that, and then two thousand early two thousand when it came out. So yeah, yeah. Um, it was I think so it was like really new. Yeah, I think it was like Chris Moneymaker was like two thousand three, two thousand four, somewhere around there, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, that... yeah, watching a lot of that on TV, I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, I think that was the, that was kind of when it started, right? It was like when people could see the whole cards, and oh, yeah. you can you could kind of see people's strategies for bluffing, or you know, like up to that point, it was kind of a mysterious thing, right? Like it was, yeah, it was a lot of you know, I mean, even back like you even see like the World Series, the first few World Series, you know, there was only maybe you know like fifteen people who played it. Now, yeah. you know, 7,000 to 8,000 people playing at World Series. Right. Right. So it definitely has booms. And Chris Moneymaker definitely is the era that people starting to to see that. And and like, oh, wow, this is how you know, play poker. Or you, you can make a living or you can make yeah. money. Yeah, yeah. So, and then the, the nerds started coming in, right? All the mathematical nerds coming yeah. in. Well, what, I mean, you know, it was, I think, for for a lot of people – I mean, the, the really good players, they were just the math whiz. But yeah. then people who are just kind of like the field players or just want to like just play, they, you know, they try to dabble in it and try to see what, you know, they can do. And, you know, again, it was like any, like, you know, Angry Birds. Like it was something for some people to do and just yeah. kind of have fun and learn. And, you know, if they didn't succeed, that's okay. And, you know, so. Okay, so, so you're online, you're tinkering away a little. Are you winning or online? Or you, you you feel like, hey, I'm pretty good. Um, I was doing okay. You know, like I would. I remember, like, I was coaching. We were coaching somewhere. Uh, this is what I was helping college, and we're. I can't remember. We're, we're, we're away from California because we're staying in this hotel. And I remember, like, on break, we'll, you know, before our practice, for example, you know, I'll go hop in a room and play online and win like a couple hundred bucks. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And then. And then, you know, end my session and then go, you know, practice uh, volleyball with the, uh, with the team and stuff. So I was like just, you know, a little bit here and there. And, and But I like playing tournaments more. I was playing a lot of tournaments. And uh, and I was do, I was doing okay. You know, there's some times, I've, you know, the problem with tournaments is like you have to run really good and manage your back row, bank row and, and you know, and, and hit them. So um, yeah. I remember one night I was like, well, you know, I was, I think I'm maybe down to my last dollar. I'm like, all right, either I'm going to quit poker, if I don't win this tournament, that's it, you know? And, uh-huh. and it's funny, like, and I win a tournament. So I'm like, oh, I guess, I guess <laughs> it was <I'm>, a sign. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I guess I'm keep playing, you know, poker and so forth. Um, so that was, yeah, that was a sign that kind of kept me going. So, so when did you, when did you pack up your bags and say, you know what? I'm going to go to Vegas and I'm going to live there. I'm going to work there. Uh, yeah, I was living with my, uh, good friend, uh, Devin at the time 
And I was kind of like lost in terms of, you know, I quit my hospital job. I was waitering and I was kind of like, man, what am I going to do in my life? And, uh, and so he kind of like just posed some questions to me. He's like, well, where do you see yourself in five years? I was kind of like, oh, I don't know. Um, I mean, I like playing poker. Maybe I'd go to Vegas and play poker for a living. He's like, okay. He goes, so what's the worst case scenario? And he goes, well, worst case scenario, I'll just move back to San Francisco. He goes, okay, then why don't you do it? I'm like, wait. <laughs> so, huh. so I'm like, all right, you know, let's give it a shot. You know, so I went down there and yeah, I gave it a shot. And uh, it was, it's, it's very different playing live in oh, yeah. grueling. It's grinding because you're playing a lot of hours. You're trying to yeah. find the good games to play at. Um, and it's, it's, it, it can be, it's, it's a tough life. You know, some people love it, you know, and I would say the most important thing is that you have to treat it as a business. Like you have huh. to be very disciplined, how to manage yeah. your money, you know, have your hours, you know, kind of somewhat set, but you know, it's, yeah, I understand like, they're like, Oh, you play poker. You can, you know, have your own boss. Yeah. <laughs> yes and no, but you know, you, you still are, you know, um, you know, you're still at the mercy of, of the games that you're playing. Cause if it's a good game, you want to try to play as much as possible. Yeah. yeah. You know, the soft game. And, and if a game is, you know, was good and turns bad, then you have to like decide to leave and things like that. So those are the things, you know, were as an amateur, like I didn't really know much of, you know, I remember yeah. my longest session I would play was like 16 hours, I think. And I was like, just brain dead the next day and, and sleeping, you know, most of the day, you know, huh, huh. I come back and play poker again. It's just, you know, just tiring on the body and, and mentally. Yeah. So, so is that why you kind of shifted to get a little bit of a steady job too, is by dealing? Yeah, well, eventually I ran out of money, and so I was uh-huh. like, <laughs> yeah, that happens. Yeah, I was like, well, well what are you gonna do now? You know, and I was kind of like, uh, yeah, I was really was like, should I get back in waitering, you know, and try to save some money and play some poker, or should I go back home, you know? And but I love Vegas. It was actually. You know, what I discovered was like, oh, it's, you know, this town is great. A lot of food and uh-huh. things open super late, which is great. Yeah, yeah. San Francisco, everything closes like at 10 o'clock, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and so, and again, like the, the life, it, you know, like just, it's cool to walk around Vegas. There's so much things to do. So I was like, all right, I'll stick it out and, and uh, play, you know, try to work and play at the same time. And, and then one day, a, a friend, you know, from playing poker, she's a dealer at the Venetian. She's like, well, hey, you know, World Series is giving out a free uh, dealing school, which is rare. Yeah. Like, no one does that. But I yeah. guess they're so desperate for dealers. They're like, you know, there's this training, but it's a very grueling training. It was like a month oh. uh, training, but it's like five days a week. You know, uh, it was six hours a day. Wow. And... I was like, all right, it's free. And as what's funny, how it happened was how, how I really committed was I got fired from my wintering job. The first, <laughs> the first day of first school, first day of school. <laughs> so I was like, well, I guess I'm supposed to go to do this. <laughs> and, uh, so, yeah. So I was like, I was there every day and just, you know, eating, you know, on, on the cheapest meal possible, trying to save money and, uh, but we passed school and then we got a job at the World Series of Poker. And that was pretty crazy. It was exciting to do. It's long days. You know, it's yeah. you're 
you're working, you know, 10 hour shifts, but you're, you could be stuck on one table for, you know, four to six hours. If, yeah. if you're really that slow, I mean, they don't have enough dealers. And then after that, actually, so World Series only for the summertime. And so then uh, after that, I had no job again. So I was like, I was jobless. And, uh, and so I was just happened to look online and uh, one of the places I used to play a lot at Bally's was hiring dealers. And this is like in October. And uh, so I went to go audition and, and I got the position. So, so huh. I kind of started my career as a poker dealer. Yeah. All right. So a little bit about Vegas. What what's what are some of the pros and cons? You mentioned the food, the nightlife. Like it, everything's open. My friend went to UNLV, mm. and he said it's great because you can just go eat any. There's always food available. Nothing ever closes. You know, he's like, it's great for a college kid to be in in Vegas. But what are some of the pros and cons about living in Vegas? Uh, yeah. Pros uh, again, food. And one thing I must say, discover here again. I remember not so much in San Francisco was there's a lot of all you can eat everything. Yeah. <laughs> all you can eat every single ethnicity there's possibly is, which <laughs> to me, I was like, wow, this is great. You know, I mean, this is, you know, if you eat a lot, it's bang for your buck. Uh, versus, I remember in San Francisco, there's only like one Asian place I think it was like, yeah, you know, yeah. But here out here is like every ethnicity food you can think of has all, <laughs> has all you can eat, which is great. <laughs> um, so that's a pro. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, here in Vegas, I can get around Vegas really quick. I mean, for me to get to work, it takes me like 10 to 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. In San Francisco, it was like, what, 45 minutes an hour. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so getting around Vegas in general, I think just the traffic is not bad at all. And so compared to San Francisco. so and It's not an expensive place, right? You can get a house in Vegas fairly fairly reasonable yeah, compared yeah, to SF. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I bought my house, and I'm so fortunate enough to have this house. I would, I could never imagine myself buying a house in San Francisco. It was just, you know, I probably would have been living in near like East Bay or. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, for sure, for sure, West Sac or something, you know. But yeah, but you got the hot summers though, right? <laughs> yes, that is a con. That's one con that it probably took me. I think at least four years to get used to to realize like all right this is <laughs> this is okay norm you know but oh, but yeah it's it, it gets it gets like 114 degrees sometimes yeah. in summer and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah but you know what if you're you know you're inside we work inside a lot so right. really it's not that bad and then um you know we have ac on all the time yes our electric bills somewhat high but <laughs> you know you get used to it yeah, um, yeah, but uh, but overall, but besides the really three months of the year, the weather here is pretty phenomenal. So, like right now, we're in the 80s right now. Yeah, yeah. October. Probably, yeah, <laughs> this is the best weather. And even our fall is not that really. Our winter is not that bad. Yeah, we've had, we've had some snow maybe once or twice a year, every ten years, whatever. But yeah, overall, it's still pretty. Yeah, pretty, and, and pretty you don't need an umbrella. <laughs> nope. nope, I don't have to drive do much rain very often. But but when it does rain here, it rains. So like it it pours, and we don't have a the gutter system like they do in San Francisco. So the water just really just <laughs> floods everywhere, and you know it's it's kind of crazy. So now is, is it kind of seasonal up there? You get you know is it. Definitely more crowded in the summer, yeah. Spring and summer is more crowded, and Christmas. 
Yeah, really. There's only well in terms of poker. What are you talking about? Just, or, or just in general, like the strip in general is it it's pretty year round. It's always yeah. It's always busy. It's, okay. Yeah, okay. There's always conventions going on year round. Um, That's true. Yeah. And so, and there's people who like you know the Europeans come after summer. So they, oh. that's their summer. So oh. really, it's not ever really slow here. Now, do we get more flux of people certain times of year? Yeah, like Super Bowl. We just Lunar New Year. <laughs> yeah, New Year's Eve. You know, yeah, the yeah. holidays are, and obviously the summer for the World Series of Poker. So yeah, we do have our ups and downs um, in terms of flux of people. And poker wise, there's really may two two months that were really slow. One is January when CES comes. And the reason uh-huh. why is they book up all the rooms. All the rooms, yeah. All the rooms. Right? And so there's really no one here. And they don't gamble. Those people just come in for <laughs> the show and, and uh-huh. food, whatever. But but mostly they're just here and, and they take up all the rooms. And so poker's slow then. And then August is the slowest for us because everyone leaves after the World Series of Poker. Uh-huh. They're either out of money or they want to go back home and kind of rest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so that's our slowest month really. But besides that, we're, you know, we're always busy year round. Really, so. Yeah. What, what kind of stories you got? You got any crazy bets or just crazy situations, celebrities, you got any stories for us? Uh, yeah. When I remember I was grinding, um, playing poker. Uh, one night we were playing at M- playing MGM. It was like late night. It's like maybe two in the morning. And uh, and this guy sits down. And is like, hey, who are you familiar? And essentially, it was um, I can't remember his real name. Sorry, but it's Draco Malfoy in Harry yeah. Potter. And yeah. so he sat down. Tom like, Felton hey. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he, I said, hey, you, you know, he said, I know you from Harry Potter. He goes, yeah, yeah. He was just in town. <laughs> he was in town, and he was just hanging out. And he was just, we were playing like small stakes, and but he was really nice. He was nice, and you know, he took a picture of me. And this is what I used to like was blogging my my poker career and so i posted it on that and that was, yeah. that was fun. but um dealing wise yeah we i met a lot of celebrities and it's kind of crazy now like actually i'm just talking to my coworkers about how now i'm kind of numb to it all yeah because yeah i mean like it's you know you see him you're like oh right cool but you're like okay you know and yeah. even, even the money thing about it's funny in a second but like but guy, we have Bruno Mars in our uh, <laughs> poker room. Yeah, uh, Ray Romano, Brad Garrett. Um, we've had Kevin Durant. We have some of the basketball guys. They we love Steph, the, yeah. Steph Curry, not Steph Curry, but Seth Curry played. Uh huh. Um, we have. Um, we just had a famous soccer player. Um, I am not a soccer guy, so I don't. I didn't yeah. like him per se, but. Uh, Neymar, I think it was name or something like that. He was, yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's huge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's huge. So he came. And we, can't, we held a little, little small little tournament for his, him and his friends. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, even like but poker wise too. We, you know, we, you know, I see a lot of the top guys all the time, like Phil Hellmuth, Daniel Negreanu. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We just won a big. Who won our super high rollable for like three point three million? Oh, <laughs> wow. So that was cool. Um, He's amazing to watch. I, I really enjoy watching. He's he's a super nice guy. I mean, he's yeah, yeah, super. He's funny and uh, it's, it's interesting though. You talk about guy who persevere. He's definitely been 
struggling this year. I think he was down like a couple millions. <laughs> from, you know, for all the buy-ins he did the World Series, and he's been having a really bad, bad run uh, this year. And, but he he was like, you know what, you know, he's like, I'm perse- I'll be um, persevere through this and and know that my skill is going to out, you know, outweigh all the bad runs. And sure enough, I mean, he wins the super high rollable for for the big money. So yeah. Yeah. That's like, yeah. Keep grinding, you know, don't, don't put yourself down and stuff. So you ever, you ever, you ever gamble for fun, like blackjack or craps or anything? Well, um, I've been better. Like when I first moved out here, man, I used to love playing roulette. <laughs> and which was, it's by far like the worst, worst odds. Yeah. Worst odds you can play. Yeah. And I remember like looking for those, like those street, those boards of streaks of like red. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go run and play a bet against, Ben gets red and play back black and uh, and things like that. So and then I <laughs> kind of transitioned from roulette to like baccarat. I know I was never a big blackjack player. I was never good at that. So baccarat was the thing for me for the longest time. But like the last oh, three years, I really haven't only been gambling much. So yeah, I, I would imagine is a if you're living there and you see the you see the sad faces walking around there, you know. Yeah, it is tempting. I mean, it's you know, I mean, again, that's one thing. Like you know, people who come out and play poker, like they have the other vices. Like they love the sports bet, for example. You know, uh, it's like well, yeah. you're probably playing for a living, but now you're dumping money, you know, uh-huh. in sports betting, and that's still, you know, even the best sports better are me like. 52 i think 52 percent yeah you know that that's that's the margin is so small like yeah it's crazy so i mean yeah. these casinos are nice because people are not like winning tons of money from them you know they're they're, they're paying <laughs> for those lights and the decorations with, the, with the, all, all your losings yeah yeah, yeah they definitely are uh doing okay so yeah, the game I like the best, and again, I you know I, I don't go very often, but the game I like the best is craps. I I like the atmosphere. Yeah, and you know, and I I probably lose most most sessions, but there's there's always that one session when you get hot on on a little bit of a streak, and everyone's high fiving you and cheering you on as the shooter, and it's a it's a good time. But yeah, mathematically, you're just you're you're always at the mercy of the odds against you. You know, like casino knows they're they're yeah. not dumb. Yeah, but it's, I guess it's like anything else you would spend for entertainment. Yeah, like, like golfing or yeah. <laughs> so you know, if some people like want to spend money on you know going to concerts a lot, you know, yeah, same as going to the games and table games and playing their little game for the same amount of money, then that's what I enjoy. I, I give them you know props for that. So yeah, I mean, obviously the ones who like you know lose all the money where they're broke broke that's bad obviously. that's bad yeah but yeah the majority of people are you know, out there have fun get the drinks on and you know so it's, yeah. again like having that fun atmosphere is what they look for you know so yeah yeah have you noticed things changing at all i mean with the pandemic and with just just the economy and whatnot is have things changed at all um I, I i would say the biggest change i've seen in terms of vegas wise is I think they realize that gambling is not a big revenue for them anymore oh. uh, in Vegas. I think they now are really leaning toward entertainment. So that's why we have more sports team, more concerts, 
Um, they're building all these new venues for concerts. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Try to be more family um, oriented. I think is the really now the new goal and nightclubs, things like that. Um, so you're starting to see Vegas really, I mean, it's still obviously still provide gaming, but gambling, excuse me, but you know, they're, they're kind of tending toward just more of a, uh, entertainment, entertainment yeah. kind of really more of that. And yeah. they bring in like all these like famous stars now to sing like, yeah. Yeah, like Mars. Um, I think Maroon five just announced they're going to have a residency. Yeah. Yeah, Maroon Five. Um, BTS came through, I think. <laughs> oh boy, that was huge, man! If they have a residency here, it'd be insanely busy here. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think I can see a trend in terms of Vegas changing to more of that. I mean, I won't be surprised if we actually have a baseball team and a basketball team. I mean, it's it's really leaning toward that. Yeah, a lot. Um, and in terms of just economy wise, in terms of people coming, man, it's it's funny. We were just, I was talking to a, a friend of mine um, in terms of business wise. He's like, it's there's no other place like Vegas that people come to have fun and relax and and do all these things all in one place. Yeah, there's like Lang City, but it's that's not no, even close. yeah, not even close. So for the, for the food, the entertainment, yeah, everything, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So really, Vegas is the hub for all that, and and to get to Vegas is pretty easy. So yeah, you know, uh, I mean, I just I see this Vegas staying like live for such a long time, and people just come here and enjoy themselves. It's it's insane the concept uh, that people just need to like get away from their normal life to go and you know have a place to have fun and relax and drink and go dancing and see a show it's it's all here yeah no i mean again this is in my younger days but we would try to get the earliest flight out from san francisco get in in the morning and we wouldn't even get a hotel room right so saturday morning and you just stay till like sunday afternoon and then you fly home and try to recover before work on monday but it was just you know it's cheap too, you know. Flying to Vegas from San Francisco, what is it, like 150 bucks or something like that? Well, you know? it could be less than that, depending on when you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, See? yeah. It's such a it's such a quick flight. Yeah. But yeah, I remember I, when I was in San Francisco, I was working at the hospital, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna come out and play poker." And I just yeah, flew out, came out, played poker. I, I think I barely stayed in my room. Yeah. <laughs> ever, and I fly back home and after after playing long sessions and, and you know yeah but yeah it was such a easy easy hop here oh man yeah tempting tempting <laughs> all right man you have survived our difficult questions it is now time for our lightning round are you ready yep yep shoot all right favorite late night i guess it doesn't matter but favorite late night place to eat Oh, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Um, I think she's uh, South Point has this place called Coronado Cafe. Uh, super late. Uh, they open all night. Actually, open all night, I think. And they have, Probably, yeah. oh, they have this like $5 steak, steak and eggs. Oh. Best deal in town. You can still get a $5 steak and eggs, man. That's in yeah. 2022. Hey, value, man. Come on. Value. That's that's awesome. <laughs> how about, how? what's your favorite buffet? Uh, probably be one. Uh, a few of them closed, so now probably it still would probably be the one at Caesars. Yeah, and it's definitely what because it has a, a. It's a little more. It's the most expensive one, 
but it has uh, like the most diverse uh, uh, selection. So, so I would say that's probably my favorite one. So a little bit of a special occasion, but it's worth it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> All right, you got any superstitions, lucky charms, routines before you play back in the day? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was always kind of, I was always trying to park on the same level. So, if okay. I was on level six, I always parked on level six. So, like, I was, <laughs> I don't know why, I was like, I couldn't like park at different levels, even though it was, you know, uh, ample parking other ones. But for, for some reason, I had to park on a certain level. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How about your favorite unconventional poker hand? Like, not necessarily a strong hand, like, you know, a Doyle Brunson or... Well, is there a hand that, when you get it, you say, you know what, I'm playing this no matter what, like a 10-7 or <laughs> ace-deuce? Uh, I, I, Jack-10 is kind of more my hand. Like, Jack-10 suited. Yeah, suited, okay. Yeah, was my... So, no matter what, you're playing that, you're, go, you're going big on that hand. <laughs> I'm, go, I'm going for it, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you have a favorite book or movie about gambling or Vegas? There's there's a quite a few out there. Oh yeah, there is. Um, uh, book wise, oh, uh, I mean, there was always Super System that you learn. Uh-huh. Uh, that was the Doyle Brunson book that everyone learned from. Yeah, that was my first book I read. Um, movie wise. Boy, I can't even think of one actually right now. I'm kind of blanking out. Most people say rounders. Yeah, rounders was good. Rounders was good. Um, that's the only one I can think, really think of now is that one. You know what book I liked better than the movie was Bringing Down the House? You know about the Blackjack Counting, the MIT kids? Oh, yeah. The book, the, most of the kids in the book are Asian, actually. Yeah, in the, and then in the movie they kind of mix it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. That was actually pretty, that was pretty good too. Yeah, that was pretty good. All right, well, we end our show by asking our guests to pick an infatuation. Uh, an infatuation is anyone in the Asian community could be living or deceased that has inspired you or that you look up to. Could be someone you know. Could be someone you've never met before. But uh, Alan, is there anyone out there that you would consider an infatuation? Uh, yeah, my buddy, uh, Herb, uh, I met him actually, he, he, I was running a tournament, he was playing poker and, uh, but, uh, yeah, he was, he turned me talking about golf one day. He's like, Hey, can I play golf with you? I'm like, Hmm, I don't know this guy. Sure. But, uh, we actually uh, developed this nice friendship, uh, from that. And from there he's, you know, has really kind of guided me in terms of trying to be more, uh, business savvy and, you know, trying to try to make me more like an entrepreneur down the road. And so, uh, so yeah, no, I give him a lot of props to, to uh, where I'm at, where I'm in my life right now and kind of where I see myself in the future. Uh, so I, yeah. I thank him for that. Um, yeah. Cool. So. You ever meet like an OG, like Johnny Chan or you meet Maria Ho or something? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I meet, I meet Johnny, Johnny Chan is he's, he comes in not very often as much as it used to be, but, uh, and then Marie Ho, she sometimes commentates for some of our high roller stuff. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. So she doesn't play as much, um, but she does a lot more commentating. Um, super nice. So, yeah, she's cool. She seems like someone that we would know, you know, <laughs> someone right. like someone yeah. down to earth. Yeah, exactly. 
But I feel like someone like I know in high school, you know, like, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, great, you know. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks so much for coming on. It was fun chatting with you, getting the inside on Vegas. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me. It was, like, it was awesome to share that. Hopefully, yeah. I- inspire some other people to move to vegas <laughs> yeah yeah man yeah i i don't know like you said it's a good thing to have buffets everywhere i don't know if that's a good thing for me man it's like <laughs> i would like it too much it is it is dangerous it is very dangerous yeah you gotta kind of pace yourself but it's nice to have though again it's nice to know it like, is yeah no i miss it yeah because we you you're right we don't have any anymore the one asian one that you're talking about closed you know because oh. the pandemic really so we wow. got zero we have zero all you can eat options wow i know I'm shocked. I, I love a good breakfast buffet man i you know like i love breakfast food so mm. uh, yeah we do have a lot of those here you do you do mm. <laughs> all right alan we'll get catching up well maybe one of these days i'll roll through and uh give you a message we'll hook up on on the strip somewhere yeah sounds good definitely <laughs> all right alan take care All right, take care. Thanks, Curtis. Okay, bye.